Hey, this is John Reddick, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we interview John Reddick. John is known for hits like God Turn It Around and You Keep Hope Alive. You can catch John on tour this fall with Michael W. Smith. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Jesse, I have a story out of Michigan at a Dollar General. Oh, good. Oh, even better. I was going to say stories from Michigan are always good, but stories from Dollar Generals are even better. So we love Dollar General, uh, but from time to time they may get... Uh, an infestation, maybe of spiders, maybe maybe some cockroaches, oh, man. mice. Who knows? I mean, it happens in any store, restaurants, homes. But this right, this Dollar General in particular in Michigan had a deer walk into the store and started running around in the store, knocking off merchandise. This guy says, um, or actually, it was a lady, Connie from Michigan uh, at the Dollar General, she heard, she said, quote, a ruckus behind her. I was shopping and I heard commotion coming from the front of the store. I heard people calling out, oh no, and screaming. Connie turned around and saw a deer coming down the aisle towards her. I was stunned for a quick minute. Then I got out my phone. Connie recorded a video on her phone and posted the footage on her Facebook. Jackson police from Jackson County, animal control officers were called to the store to escort the poor little deer back outside. It seemed as scared as we were, but it didn't run around um, or seem upset after it exited the store, Connie said. So, it's a deer, deer situation to talk about. I mean, to me, it makes complete sense. I mean, the deer was just trying to save a few bucks. <laughs> but uh, oh, come on. Come on. We can make some more. I know there's more deer puns somewhere in there. Hey, listen, you know, I mean. Dear Dollar General, we are sorry <laughs> for the mess. <laughs> and he was looking for a place to sleep, and he confused it with the Dollar Tree, maybe. I don't know. He's uh and what other what other deer puns can we make here? I don't know. You know, the thing is, is um, if it was going to happen in any store, um, better Dollar General than Cabela's, right? <laughs> yes, because I imagine think... a deer walks into Cabela's. He walks into Cabela's and looks around. That deer is like, oh man, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, uh, I've never experienced an animal walking into a store. Um, I've seen spiders. I've seen I've seen some mice at you know a restaurant. We have encountered a roach at a restaurant, but I've never seen a deer run into a restaurant, Jesse. I mean, I've had deer at a restaurant. Yes, deer, but deer jerky. I, I don't think. I mean, other than Cabela's, I haven't seen a deer at a store. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've had any crazy store. I mean, other than like, you know, occasionally you get like a bird that flies into the mall or something. Yeah. You know, other than that. Walmart. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty common. I guess a deer would be would be quite startling. I mean, being down in Florida like you, I'm surprised you haven't seen like alligators in, you know, in your local Kmart or Target or whatever. Kmart. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, uh, you're in Florida, Publix, your local Publix with the Does Kmart's exist anymore? The Kmart's exist anymore? I don't know. I'm sure there's probably one left. Who knows? <laughs> Are they gone? Right next to the one well, blockbuster. <laughs> that's right. Now, now is a topic gators for do another walk around episode. Gators do walk around parking lots. And I've seen them like people post videos like in the Publix or Walmart parking lot. Deer or deers. Gators do make their way to the parking lots. So I know that happens. But yeah. I'm out. See you later. Well, like we said in the beginning, we sat down with John Riddick, a uh, great dude. We got to talk with him and hang out with him at the K-Love Awards. Um, God, turn it around. You keep hope alive. And his newest song with Toby on Toby's new li- uh, album, Life After Death, Show Up, Choose Love, is a fabulous song. And um, it's a great, a great conversation, don't you think, Jess? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, he's one of my he, – he's been – one of my favorite artists in the last oh seven or eight months and you know i've you know i've talked about him on previous episodes i'm a fan he's also an artist like an actual yes that's what i was about to say you know i appreciate just his his depth man the guy's like super talented um and yeah like he's an he's an artist artist like with paint and stuff and then his music as well but what's really cool is his heart behind both. Um, man, really, really has a heart for the Lord. He's passionate about uh, seeing people's lives uh, changed by God. And it's evident, uh, especially in our conversation that we have. So check out the interview. All right, John. Well, thanks so much for taking time to be with us today. Absolutely, man. Thank you all for having me. It's, it's great to be here. Awesome, man. Hey, so John... Uh, we talked about you a couple weeks ago. We we did an episode on the K Love Awards, uh, where we got to to chat with you a bit and hear your music and listen to you play, uh, and we really enjoyed it. Became huge fans. Uh, I may or may not have uh, fanboyed and said I think my words were John was the coolest guy. Uh, so this <laughs> oh, interview, man. no pressure, but you <laughs> may have something to live up to in this interview because the, the the bar's been set. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, but no, like, so in, when we be, when we got to know you, we kind of dove in on your career when we found out you're an artist, artist, like a like an actual artist, man. Like I'm oh, impressed. Man. We didn't, we had oh, no thanks, idea. You didn't dude. even mention it, man. Like, <laughs> so, so what happened first? Like, like art or music? Like how, how'd that come about in your life? Man. Oh, I don't know. They kind of came. Mm, maybe, maybe music happened slightly first. I mean, I was taking piano lessons from my mom, but then I quit piano for like years. And I, I think I started doing art by tracing my lunchbox in second grade. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then I stopped that for years. So, I, yeah, it's kind of I don't know simultaneous kind of stuff, man. That was back when lunchboxes were cool. Yeah, when they had when they had the raised surfaces. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So then, does your do? Would you say your music inspires your art more, or vice versa? What would you say has kind, of, or is it kind of a mix, uh, equal? You know what I found out? Well, it kind of does both. But one of the things is I've noticed that there are times where 
it's a different part of like I, I'll say one thing in music that I, I may go into depth in on an art piece or vice versa. Like they kind of have these doors that open up to each other in a way, if that makes sense. So like you keep up yeah. alive, I probably said more in the art piece, but but then it's so vague a person has to ask about like what does that mean? Yeah, in some in some cases. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Um I, I, I enjoy art. I play the guitar. Um, but I'm, I'm way better guitar player than I am drawing something. You know, I can have it in my mind. Oh, I want to draw, I want to draw a horse. And when the pen hits the paper, it's like, what is that? I can at least, I can at least play a song on the guitar, but there's no way what's in my head can come onto paper. It is just not possible. Oh man. Oh man. So how'd you get your uh, start as a worship leader? How'd that come about? Man, I, I, you know, growing up, I I was always in church music just because my dad was, oh, sorry, <laughs> just because my dad was a preacher and my mom was a pianist. So um, I was in the choir and stuff like that. I mean, and eventually that turned into me kind of being like the minister of music at uh, churches and things like that. And then as the eras kind of changed and it became worship, that, that was the... Uh, you know, departments in church used to be just called the music department. And then they started turning into like worship. And instead of choir music, it was more like worship. So right. that kind of happened like that. So, yeah, um, I, I feel like that's been something I've been doing just most of my life is music, pastoral, uh, ministry, music ministry in church. And yeah. what, like growing up, who were some of the artists that you looked up to as you were kind of, uh, you know, getting, coming into your your what you liked and what you enjoyed who were some of those artists that inspired you man i it was i didn't know i really didn't even know much about the ccm worship uh, uh side of things of music and things like that i grew up in gospel like deep gospel so right you had your kirk franklin's people like john p key or mm-hmm. as Walker, like these choirs from the north and one day I was in Lifeway. Um, well, one day somebody asked my choir to come and sing at uh, at this thing called, it was actually called One Day. And it was by Passion. It yeah. was the first, uh, yeah, it was in Memphis. And so that's how I, I was like, what is this? I was like, this is crazy. There's a guy named Chris Tomlin up there. There's a guy named Matt Redman. I don't know who these people are. There's a guy named Nathan Knuckles and his wife, Kristen Knuckles. And then it's full circle. We end up kind of meeting each other 20 years later becoming friends but but through that i did pick up this one cd from this guy it just said worship on the front and i was like man what is this it's like orange and brown and and um and hands i think i think hands were lifted on it it was michael w smith Mm -hmm. and that cd like just changed my it's one of the top five things i would say in my life that kind of catapulted me into um just things of god and like music that's really vertical and Full circle. I'm, yeah, I get to go on a tour with him this uh, this fall, so I'm just excited. But it's like really weird right now. Yeah, so, that yeah. is so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, really cool. that's one of those albums where I think well, a lot of people, but myself including, that was my go to album in the mornings for prayer time. Is I mean for a straight year, and I I, I really Man. didn't listen to a lot of worship except for that one. <laughs> I mean, Man. that was my that was my go to album. I was like, "Man, that's, these that's what I'm saying, incredible." I forgot they released it uh, on September 11th. Did yeah. You know well, and he recently—I don't know if you knew this—but he yeah, yeah. recently redid the whole thing. 
like yeah. a reimagined yeah. and it's beautiful like symphony and yeah. everything it's it, it was awesome yeah i know man it's, it's, it's amazing <laughs> so <laughs> your music really ministers to a lot of people and one of your songs john uh god turned it around so briefly um last end of august september of last year I got COVID and it was, I got really, really sick, was in the hospital for 14 days. And uh, that song really ministered to me, especially the line where you say, uh, he is healing someone, he is saving mm-hmm. someone. And, you know, that line, I was like, man, he is healing me. He is saving mm-hmm. me. Uh, I mean, I was already saved like with Jesus, but saving my life to, to keep me here on this earth for a reason and a purpose. But that song just really, really ministered to me and uh, it got me through a really hard time in the hospital. And so can you just tell our listeners uh, the story behind God Turn It Around? Man, wow. First, thanks for sharing that, man. That's that's um, that's humbling to hear. It always humbles me to hear how God has been working in somebody's life <clears throat> and the tools that he uses to do that, man. So thank you for sharing that. I I was on a conversation, I was on a phone call with my dad, and long story short, we don't really talk that much on the phone, <laughs> so it was like two minutes, five minutes tops, and this day we had actually gone for like over an hour, and we were really just sharing things that um, about our lives that neither neither of us knew, um, some hard things, you know, and it, it was kind of a, it hit us hard, but I remember the conversation being so healing for us. Uh, that I, I, I literally, um, just tears of joy, tears of joy were in my eyes when I hung up the phone. And I, I remember looking up at the ceiling and just being like, God, you really do turn things around. And in that moment, I just went to the piano and I just played for hours. I wasn't even trying to write a song. Mm-hmm. I was really just in this spirit of joy and the spirit of, there was something just rising up in my heart that I was like, man, if God can do it for my dad and I, then I really want everybody who's ever singing, ever praying, I would love for them to be able to uh, experience what you gave us, God. And so that was where it's like, I'm praying God come and turn this thing around. And then I just yeah. I grabbed a couple of friends of mine and we um, finished the song. But I remember us saying, God turned around, God. And we're like, should we say it that many times? God turned around, God turned And then we were like, yeah, just maybe there may be one moment when people need it. And then COVID happened. Yeah. It it became a thing that people were appreciating that they sang over and over like the chorus got turned around over and over again. Yeah. Mm. So that's how it that's how it came to be. Yeah. Powerful. <clears throat> With um another one of your songs that's um been an encouragement to me and my wife and, and our family is uh You Keep Hope Alive. I was wondering mm. if we could hear a little bit about the story behind that one too. <laughs> Man, that one um what I well, one thing that I appreciate is that it people can like a piece of art, you know, it gets interpreted in different ways. And I guess as right. songwriters, we try to make it where if it's going to be sung in church, we want it to be you know more collective. The specific story, um, a lot of people don't know, is that I there was a riot that had happened um, in Charlottesville, and um, where yeah. I think a guy ran into the crowd, mm, and it yeah, was yeah. just it was one of those things where it was. A, another thing that had happened uh, and for the african-american community even 
you know, we do this thing where even if we don't know each other, we're like, what's up, man? Like, if you're passing a, a guy, I'm like, what's right. up? You know, I won't know him, but there's just something about the, um, the camaraderie or sure. the way we stick together. So, so when something national happens, we will feel it personally. Um, we call it our brothers and sisters. And so um, I remember this one day, I was at church the next day, and, and, um, and there weren't a lot of African-Americans like around in my um, circle at church that day. And so people, um, I remember a friend of mine asking, she was like, uh, so how do, you, uh, how do you feel about what happened yesterday? And I was like, Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't. <laughs> right, right, yeah. This is not the time for me to process. Right? No, no, it's not the time. And and before I knew it, I was already like speaking on it. And I'm like, oh man, I've already talked about it too much. And I I just remember in that moment, I um I just needed to go somewhere, and I um I I found myself behind the curtain at church, and I found myself sobbing, man. I was just in my brain. I was thinking like, man, how can my son was 13 at the time. And I was like, man, and he's a good kid. He's like, he's just a great kid. You, you never get problems out of him. Right. His name is Sean. And, mm-hmm. and I just remember being like, God, how could anybody not like my son just because of the color of his skin? Mm-hmm. And I wept, man. It was a hard, like I, I've experienced racism before that, you know, I've experienced right. people having biases and things like that. But then, all of a sudden, when I saw it through the eyes of it happening to my child, man, it broke me in a way unimaginable. And I had to leave worship in two minutes. And I, I wasn't, I couldn't pull myself together. And so mm. I just scurried and I just jumped on stage. And, and, and whatever the song list was supposed to be, it became me saying, God, I need a song that's hopeful right now. I didn't say this mm. to the, the church, but I just remember thinking, God, I really need a song that's hopeful. I started singing something. But that same week, long story short, that same week, my friend Jess Cates came and he was like, man, I've been, um, here's an idea of a song. And he started singing that chorus. And I was like, dude, you don't understand. I was just praying to God for a song of hope just now. And so we sat down and started writing that, grabbed another friend of ours, Anthony. And, um, and that's how the song came to be. Just these different mm-hmm. stories um, emerged together. So John, we are a podcast for Christian music fans, by Christian music fans. And one of our, uh, listeners reached out to us. We let everybody know who we were interviewing and she is a huge John Reddick fan, uh, but her name is April and she lives in Kentucky and she's wanting to know what are three things that you haven't done in your life that you would like to, to do. Uh, skydive number one. I got to okay. do that. It's, it's a bucket list thing. Um, Maybe save that for last, you know? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. It's just so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, like I just took <laughs> when you're like 90." Okay, I'm gonna skydive now. <laughs> uh, man, hitting the ground is gonna be real crucial. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you keep hope alive, Jesus. Come on now. Man, dude, I have a heart attack just jumping out of the plane at that point. Yeah. But no, man. Listen, I, okay, so I, I've been skydiving, and here's the here's the that's the creepiest part, right? Is when yeah. you, you hype it up, you get it in your head, and then when you stick your head out of the plane, that's the moment where you're like, "What am I doing? Like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with this plane. Like, what am I doing right now? Is that that's the moment? That's the moment." Oh, dude, yeah. I, it's I, I can't. The, the closest thing I can think of is when you're going up on a roller coaster and then you get to the very top. We were just at Cedar Point, so I, apparently they have yeah, the yeah. roller coasters. And when you get to that top, you're like, "Oh man, why did I do this?" Well, yeah, what like, am I doing? 
Let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once so, once you jump out, it's fine. Yeah, I know, man. I, mm. I, I can't wait to feel that though. But um I've always wanted to do that, um, skydive. And I've always wanted to go to uh like Australia, like the very eastern part of the world, uh, like Australia yeah, or, yeah, cool. or Asia, somewhere in one of those countries. Um, it's wintertime in Australia now, so I'm all for that. Really? So New Zealand is <laughs> yeah. The New, New Zealand is beautiful. If you're gonna go, go to New Zealand. Oh man, it's okay. it's like okay. it, it, you you want to get inspired for some art. Really? Man, you'll have you'll have well, all and kinds of Jesse, New Zealand. Didn't you uh, see like different props and stuff from the movie like oh yeah i'm a nerd i'm a lord of the rings fan and so i got to go to her like the old set and all that stuff so that was really yeah but it's beautiful i mean like their park like in new zealand like you know like oh their their neighborhood park is has like waterfalls and stunning mountain (laughs) rocks and all this kind of and it's just like (laughs) the neighborhood park and they treat it like it's just like oh that's the playground it's stunning (laughs) wow Dude, we got concrete jungles, right? Yeah, yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta go to New Zealand if you're gonna head out there. It's, it's awesome. Oh man, oh, I got yeah, the, the New Zealand or uh, uh, Asia or even Brazil, like somewhere in South America. It's always been yeah. Um, and then the third thing, ah, let me see, April. Um, ooh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Something I eat pineapple on your pizza. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> No, bro. Uh, Chicken and pineapple. We're not trying to cause division right now, Jacob. We're not trying to cause division, all right? Dude, uh, chicken and pineapple pizza? That's actually exactly what I get every time. I'm telling you, I don't know why. I don't know how I found out about it. But yeah. The the question was is three things that you haven't done in your life that you would like to to do. Talk to Stevie Wonder. All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that would be time. awesome. That's Sit better down. than pineapple pizza, man. <laughs> Sit down, <laughs> just pick it, like just just learn from Stevie Wonder for a minute. Yeah, that would be mm. that would be crazy. That would That's be cool. awesome. That's awesome. Hey, so John, uh, we'd like to do a little quick little light lightning round uh, with you, where we're going to ask about your favorite things. We'll give you a category and just let us know <laughs> off the top of your head what your favorite thing in that category is. Sound good? All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, what is your favorite movie? Dang it. I haven't heard of that one. Oh, man. That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many seconds on that lightning round? Oh, no, man. no. I don't mess with you. We did this. So, we did this lightning other day round with Matthew always West takes and... a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was a 10-minute thing with Matthew West, so it was not quick. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, there's so many movies. I'm trying to figure out the ones that um make the most sense. I'm not going to lie. I really like... uh. That uh, that car, that emotional cartoon movie, uh, Inside Out. But I need to pick a different one. <laughs> right. Hey, listen, I got I have four kids. Some of my favorite movies are Pixar movies. Yeah, I'm gonna say, man. Hey, they they did something. They figured out how to get us and the kids. That That's right. Brilliant. Yeah, That's right. I'll say Inside Out is one of my favorite. But, awesome. Uh, or Law Abiding Citizen. No, don't. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Oh yeah, with uh, kinda, Jamie Fox. Yeah, that was something. That's good. And uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah. It's a tie between those two. They're, those are, they're, they're pretty similar. They're pretty, <laughs> the fact that those are two of your tops, I don't know what that tells us about you, John. It's like, 
Let's go with Inside Out. Okay. Inside, out. <laughs> inside Out and Law Abiding Citizen. They're same genre, right? Like, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. You know, God, he loves the Godfather movies and Bambi, you know. Oh, actually, the Godfather. Yeah, this is good. With his, I don't know, man. The Godfather, yeah. That's good, too. See, I, I, when you start naming them, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that one, that one, that one. But that one, yeah. Inside yep. Out. What's your uh, show to binge? Oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Do you have a favorite music uh, artist? Blackish. Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Blackish. Do you have a favorite music artist of all time? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. I love the Happy Birthday song. (laughs) That's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your well? I think we already know this answer, but your dream duet. Oh, duet! But I wouldn't want to sing with Stevie Wonder. I just want to admire what he does. <laughs> yes. That's too much pressure, bro. <laughs> jump out of the airplane with him. <laughs> oh man, a dream duet would have been probably uh, male and female, like uh, Whitney Houston. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Chunky if, Monkey if, by Ben and Jerry's. There you go. I was going to say, if you say pineapple, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, when it comes to ice cream, I, I'm not a fruity ice cream yeah, guy. I like exactly. chocolate. I like, can- That's right. I like candy right. bars in it. I like the chocolate. I don't like the fruity uh, ice cream. Like yeah, sherbet and a- stuff. Uh, maybe at wedding or something, uh, but not... I, I like sherbet, but like not fruit things in the ice cream. Like I don't want like yeah. strawberries and stuff in my sure. ice cream. Yeah, now sherbet but, I'll get. It's a but flavor. Sherbet's but sherbet's not ice cream. That's different. That's true. Yeah, it's like an icy, like an icy is not ice cream. That's different. That's true. That's true. Man, I keep the piano. Sorry, category. Dude. <laughs> All right, musician problems. It's okay. <laughs> now you got so many you're on the Christian. Around. You're on the Christian Music Guys podcast. No pressure, but what is your favorite <laughs> podcast that you're listening to currently? Man, right now, man, this this there's this podcast um called the Christian Music Guys podcast, and uh, and I- <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe, click that bell. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, there's there's this podcast also that I uh, what is it the uh, not that important. Move on. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, Christian man. Music Guys. Christian Music Guys podcast is, is the one. That's the way to go. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I can't think of the uh, name of the one. I was, it's uh, it's not a music or not necessarily a Christian one. It's just. Uh, I do the same thing. I'm always like, I'm really into something and I like it. And I go to tell someone about it and I'm like, oh, there's this thing. I don't remember the name of it, but I listen to it all the time. And like, it always makes me look. Yeah. So, I always feel like. How <laughs> oh, I, do this, I, I do the exact same thing. It's the something something history, uh, 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 a re- revisionist. Oh, revisionist history with Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, 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 yeah. His voice is so <laughs> nice to listen to. I, I listen to that podcast. Yeah, I, I, I liked it because um, uh, my manager was telling me about this one episode where he talked about the artist. You he was uh, you remember him talking about artists of all time? Like one artist was. One who was always spitting out art, but then the other one was one who took forever to finish it, and he just kind of compared yeah. the two kinds of uh, 
mm -hmm. artists of creators yeah, yeah they've got a lot of really uh, a lot of really cool um kind of like deep dives they do on stuff like that i i, I yeah. like their podcast yeah so uh oh, oh our last one do you have a favorite bible verse yeah man i toggle between it i don't know if the favorite may be a hard thing for me this if, if i haven't already shown that one is the <laughs> but, top a top 10 but yeah two of my favorite one is the james verse where it says count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations um yeah and then the mm -hmm. other one was uh the other one is for i reckon that the trying of our present times won't be compared won't be worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. I'm getting uh, translations mixed up in my head. So I'm saying these and nows and this is. It's all good. <laughs> but, it's fine. But yeah, but yeah, those two, um, those two have meant something to me for a yeah. long time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I do that to my youth group all the time. I'll tell them something. I'll be like, I'll be like, you know, this verse and I'll say, it's in the Bible. I know it is. I don't know if it's ESV <laughs> or if I, you know, but it's there. Oh, Promise man. it's there. Google it. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, John, what's next for you? What do you have going on uh, here over the summer and into the fall? I think you mentioned you you told us a little bit about a tour you're going on. Yeah, right now I'm finishing up some. Um, I've been been doing a lot of writing, so finishing up uh, some songs right before a tour starts. Tour it's in, starts in like late September, early October. I'll get to do that one with uh, Michael W. Smith. Um, I'll be opening for him, and then. Right after that, jump on this Caleb Christmas tour. And then right after that, jump on a Hits Deep tour. So it's going to be a busy October through uh, springtime. So Yeah, yeah, yeah we're looking nice. forward to it. it the, here, here um, we brothers or us brothers, I don't know what's right. Uh, we are massive cri Christmas music fans. So um, that's, that makes us super excited to hear that. Oh, man. Dude, that's exciting, man. Yeah, Christmas, is, Christmas music is fun, man. I, I did a, a EP a mm -hmm. while ago, kind of threw some old Motown on the Christmas kind of vibe. All those, all those minor yeah. notes, just <laughs> they're just so nice to play those minor notes. I know they're fun, man. They're so fun. I when is it socially okay to start listening to Christian music? This is a trick question I mean, for you. I feel like after 2020, people were like, man, bump the social time. <laughs> we're playing Christmas music whenever. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I don't know if people come, come back from that, right? I don't know. I don't know. I have, I yeah. feel like when you're making Christmas music, you're used to making it right now in the summertime. Sure, <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So it's in kind the of, summer, yeah. I don't know if you make Christmas music, it's kind of weird to figure out when. When is this appropriate? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, uh, I mean, I think for me, that's my pineapple pizza thing, because you know how some pe it's a division thing where people are like, you listen to Christmas music in July. I'm like, yep, that's that's my pineapple. pizza. That, that's me. Yep, I do that. That is me. Absolutely. Oh, man. My wife was watching uh, Hallmark is doing Christmas in July, and there was a movie on the other night and Nat King Coe's Christmas, oh. the Christmas song came on. And I was just like, oh. I was like, it is time. <laughs> Man, whenever you hear a Nat King Cole was, or Frank Sinatra, like any of one of those guys, it's like, it just, yes. you just forget what month it is. It's like, forget yeah. it. I know. He was like, chestnuts <laughs> roasting. Yeah, I was yeah, like, Especially if you're in the South, man, because like it kind of looks the same whether it's Christmas or not. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just embrace it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like literally, I sent my brothers a picture yesterday. I went to the grocery store, they had eggnog. 
And I sent him. A, I sent him a picture of it. And I was like, guys, they have eggnog at the store. What's up with this? Like they just had eggnog. You were like, like, yes. It's always Dude. Christmas. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Eggnog in July. Yeah, hey. they have it. I didn't buy it. Listen, I, I drew the line there. I was like, I'm not gonna buy it. Uh, I was tempted though. I would have bought it just just because. Just because, right? Yeah, I was tempted. I was super tempted. I don't know. Um, I don't know that I'm ready for like. It's a little too hot for something. It has to be cold. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thick milk is one of them. <laughs> yeah. That's not. That is not a summertime drink. That is not a summertime drink. So, uh, John, to wrap up, uh, we'd like to see if there's something you'd be willing to share, something that maybe God's been doing in your life recently, um, in your heart, in your life, that would help build up our listeners' faith. Mm-hmm. Man, I I think. One of the most recent things that God has been reminding me of is how many of us need the constant reminder that he has not left us. I, um, and not just that he has not left us, but that he is still paying attention to what's going on. I, I feel like um, I've heard a few stories lately where people people are basically asking, you know, they're either asking the question, why would God allow this? Or they're making the statement that says something like, God could, but he won't. And they say that out of, you know, this Mm -hmm. deep place of despair. And um, I remember having having that season in my own life where I was like, that was my statement too. It was like, yeah, God could, but he won't. You know, I I was just having this very hurting place, hurtful place, and and I end up, long story short, chasing this super moon, trying to find where it would be the biggest, and I was, I found myself in Sacramento, and so I traveled to San Francisco, and I met this stranger, who we both, at 3 a.m. in the morning, were chasing the super moon, because we both wanted to get the picture of how big it would be, uh-huh. and um, which was crazy, and so we're, I'm, I'm, I'm walking down the street, up a mountain actually with this guy named Ricky and after we saw the moon and took pictures started walking back he told me he said this morning I was going to give my I was going to throw my camera off the bridge and then I was going to jump too and it, it kind of it, it hit me really mm-hmm. hard and then that same week and I've never heard a story like this but that same week another guy an Uber driver in another part of the west I believe here in Oregon he said man I was about to um I decided today was going to be my last day doing anything, driving Uber, doing anything in life. I was about to take my life today. And I just, I remember being like, God, what kind of God are you where you're so specific that you place certain people to be able to share share certain stories at a certain time where certain changes are being made. And that reminded me that, you know what, as, as much as I wanted to say, God could, but he won't it reminded me that maybe God is doing something that I just haven't paid attention to yet or he hasn't let me in on yet, but he is still working on our behalf. And so just because I'm not seeing it in this moment today does not mean that God isn't specifically making things happen in our lives where in the end, this is what I love, in the end we realize and we look back and realize that God has been threading that um, he's been weaving that thread the entire time and so just to in a, in a shorter way just to say be encouraged when it does not seem like God is paying attention because 
God has a plan and he has been working this plan the entire time. Uh, amen. Amen to that. Yeah, amen. So, John, how can our listeners keep up with you? Social media wise or yeah. website? Yeah, man. You can Instagram, any of those places where you go. Instagram is uh, probably the quickest I can go to, but <laughs> Instagram, even Facebook or um, uh, TikTok. MySpace. But, <laughs> my space is your space is your space is my man dude, I don't even know how to get back into my old my space man it's like, I know, yeah. I was I'm like, pretty sure that at this point they probably deleted them all because we took we had really? a few oh okay because I was like man I hope that's not still out there because I can't get into it yeah right <laughs> what's your what's your website for people to get onto John Reddick Music and your social handles John Reddick Music is a website okay. um um some of them go to John Reddick Art and they're they're all they're all linked. So if you're on John Reddick Art, you can just find okay. the John Reddick music. It's linked together. But the uh and then the social handle is John Reddick. Yeah. J O N. So when can we expect it's not it's not J O N. When can we expect you to open up your uh, your own art gallery? Man, that's uh that is something I've been wanting to do. So I I just need to figure out manage that time yeah. well <laughs> because I've been doing a lot of music lately. Uh, but yeah, but I would sure. love to do that. But I'll let you all know when I do that. Yeah, yeah, please do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, yeah, John, thanks, for your time. You, we appreciate man, it. Jacob, Jesse, thank you all. It's been a, it's been an honor, man. It's been a great time. So I appreciate that very much. Well, thanks again, John, for taking the time and chatting with us. Catch us on all socials at Christian Music Guys. Check us out on our website, ChristianMusicGuys.com. While you're there, leave a comment in the comment section. Write about what you like, what you don't like, who you would like to see us chat with in the comment section on our website. We are a listener-supported podcast. You can check us out on our website. There is a giving tab on there. Thank you so much. See you next week.